Good afternoon. This is All India Radio and I am Abhishek Mukhopadhyay with the Midday News. The headlines. India asks Pakistan to review its unilateral decision to downgrade diplomatic relations. New Delhi says recent developments related to Article 370 are entirely India's internal affair. Supreme Court refuses to accord hearing to a plea challenging presidential order on Article 370 revoking Jammu and Kashmir's special status. Situation by and large peaceful in Jammu and Kashmir. Nation remembers freedom fighters on the 77th anniversary of Quit India movement. Flood situation grim in many parts of the country and in cricket first ODI between India and West Indies begins at 7 p.m. at Guyana today. New Delhi today said that Islamabad's unilateral actions in respect to its bilateral relations with India including the downgrading of diplomatic relations are intended to present an alarming picture to the world. The External Affairs Ministry said the reasons for these steps cited by Pakistan are not supported by facts on the ground. Expressing regret over the steps taken by Pakistan, it urged Islamabad to review them so that normal channels for diplomatic communications are preserved. In a statement the Ministry of External Affairs said the recent decisions by the government and parliament of India are driven by a commitment to extend to Jammu and Kashmir opportunities for development that were earlier denied by a temporary provision in the constitution its impact would also result in the removal of gender and socio economic discrimination the ministry said the decision taken by india is also expected to result in an upswing of economic activity and improvement in the livelihood prospects of all people of jammu and kashmir the ministry said it is not surprising that such developmental initiatives that could address any disaffection in jammu and kashmir should be negatively perceived in pakistan which has utilized such sentiments to justify its cross border terrorism it said the recent developments pertaining to article 370 are entirely the internal affair of india the constitution of india was is and will always be a sovereign matter seeking to interfere in that jurisdiction by invoking an alarmist vision of the region will never succeed The Supreme Court today refused to accord urgent hearing to a plea challenging the presidential order on Article 370 which revoked Jammu and Kashmir's special status. The Apex Court also refused to accord urgent hearing to another plea filed by Congress activists against the government's decision to impose restrictions in Jammu and Kashmir after revoking provisions of Article 370. The matter was mentioned for urgent listing before a bench headed by Justice N.V. Ramanna. The court said the pleas would be heard in due course. In Jammu and Kashmir situation in all the three regions is by and large peaceful for the fourth consecutive day today some shops opened in Srinagar and movement of people on roads picked up yesterday despite the restrictions however people in the rest of the Kashmir valley continue to remain confined mostly indoors due to strict enforcement of section 144 in Jammu district the administration has eased restrictions from 11 am till 4 pm restrictions have been completely lifted in neighboring Kathua district However, restrictions continue to remain enforced in Rajouri, Doda and Poonch districts of Jammu Division. More from a correspondent.
Shops reopened in most parts of Jammu and Kutwa districts and private traffic is playing normally today. In Kutwa district, government offices, banks and public sector undertakings are functioning normally today. Schools and colleges also reopened in the district. In Ramban district of Jammu region, a six-hour legislation has been given in the ongoing restrictions on the movement of people and vehicles from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. in the major towns except in Banihal. In Riyasi, government offices and banks resumed functioning from today. Schools and colleges will continue to remain closed in Jammu division except Kutwa district till further order. In Kargil district of Ladakh, district magistrate has imposed section 144 as a precautionary measure in view of the band call given by some political parties. R.K. Rana for AR News from Jammu and Kashmir. Deputy Commissioner of Srinagar, Shahid Iqbal Chaudhary, today informed that the government has established two helplines for residents or students living outside Jammu and Kashmir. These numbers are 9419028242. I repeat, Nine four one nine zero two eight two four two and nine four one nine zero two eight two five one. I repeat nine four one nine zero two eight two five one. He said families back home are also using these lines to reach out to the relatives. The seventy seventh anniversary of the August Kranti Din, which is considered as one of the important milestones in the history of freedom struggle of a country, has been observed today. On this date in 1942, Mahatma Gandhi gave a clarion call to end the British rule and launched the Quit India movement at the session of the All India Congress Committee in Mumbai. After failure of the Crips mission, Gandhiji gave the call to do or die in his Quit India speech delivered at the Gwalia Tank Maidan in Mumbai. The grateful country is today paying homage to the freedom fighters and remembering the supreme sacrifices of the martyrs during the freedom struggle. Meanwhile, Vice President M. Venkai Naidu has urged people to take part in nation-building activities in a constructive manner. He said the teachings of Mahatma Gandhi are eternally relevant. He was addressing a gathering after well-known Gandhian Dr. Shobhna Radhakrishnan rendered Gandhi Katha. It is a narrative on the clarion call given by Mahatma Gandhi to the British this day to quit India. Minister of State for Culture and Tourism Prahlad Singh Patel was also present at the event held at the Vice President's residence in New Delhi. The Quit India movement, which began on this date in 1942, turned out to be one of the most comprehensive and powerful mass movements for the independence. Mahatma Gandhi gave a call to all sections of the people, the princes, the Jagirdars, the Jamindars and the Manit classes, to join the struggle. Freedom fighter Professor Hazara Singh, then a student participant of the movement, shared his experience with All India Radio. I was then a student of the Khalsa College Amritsar when the Quitunia movement was started by Gandhiji. I organized the students to go on a strike. The Punjab colleges then opened late in September. The movement had to be built. And uh, I was the only student in the whole of country whose scholarship had been confiscated by the government. Later, in 1945, when the Save INA agitation was started, I organized the entire student community and was sent behind the bars twice for that. Our correspondent has filed this report. A day after the movement was announced, Mahatma Gandhi and several other leaders were arrested by the British government. This led to a spontaneous outburst of mass anger against the action. There was huge upsurge all over the country for six to seven weeks from 9th August 1942. Angry crowds everywhere demanded the release of leaders, students, peasants, workers, shopkeepers and political workers expressed their anger on the streets. 
ड्यूरिंग दिस पीरियड द सेकेंड जनरेशन ऑफ लीडर्स लाइक जयप्रकाश नारायण एंड राम मनोहर लोहिया प्लेड अ पॉवेटल रोल इन द स्ट्रगल एंड द स्लोगन ऑफ क्विट इंडिया वॉज हर्ड इन एवरी नुक एंड कॉर्नर ऑफ द कंट्री फैजान उल हक ऑल इंडिया रेडियो न्यूज न्यू डेली In Maharashtra the historic Ahmednagar fort has been renovated to retain the history of India's struggle for independence for the posterity the fort has special relevance with quit india movement a report from a correspondent 12 prominent national leaders along with pandit jawaharlal nehru were imprisoned in this fort during the quit india movement in 1942 nehru also wrote the famous the discovery of india while in prison here the first part of the renovation has been completed by amar core center and school of amarnagar under the aegis of the district administration mahatma gandhi was brought to pune after his call for quit india movement in mumbai and was kept in the historical aga khan palace in pune along with his wife kasturba and his secretary mahadev desai In 2003, Archaeological Survey of India declared the place as a monument of national importance. Manoj Kshirasagar for AIR News Pune. Tribal Affairs Minister Arjun Munda inaugurated a national workshop on tribal enterprises in New Delhi today. It focuses on honey, bamboo, and lac. The objective of the day-long workshop is to formulate a strategy for establishing tribal enterprises based on skill and local resources in particular reference to bamboo, honey and lac in tribal areas. Addressing the workshop Arjun Munda said linking tribal communities to the mainstream economy is the responsibility of the ministry and technologies and innovation have been given focus to achieve the same. Mr Munda said his ministry is focusing on measures required for improving quality and production of tribal commodities as per the market requirements. This is All India Radio giving you the news for quick news updates around the clock. Follow us on Twitter at AIR News Alerts. In Maharashtra flood situation remains grim in Sangli, Satara and Kolhapur districts. One rescue boat overturned today near Brahmanal in Sangli district. Till now, nine dead bodies are recovered, taking the death toll in the recent floods to 25. A report from a correspondent. Chief Minister Devendra Fadnavis today reached flood-affected region of Western Maharashtra. He is doing aerial survey of Sangli and Kolhapur districts. Over 1 lakh 32,000 people from flood-affected area have been shifted to safer places. Though there is no heavy rain today, all rivers are flooding because of heavy discharge of water from dams in this region. Rescue and relief operations are underway on a war footing in the flood-affected areas of the state. Jawans of the Indian Army, Navy, and Coast Guard are assisting state authorities in carrying out relief and rescue. Two operations. A total of 16 columns and 12 engineering task forces, comprising of almost 1,000 army personnel, have been deployed. Nitin Kerker for AIR News from Pune. In Karnataka, Chief Minister B S Yadiyurappa visited flood-affected areas in Belagavi today morning. He also oversaw arrangements in the relief camps. Speaking to media persons later, he informed that he has instructed officials to release five lakh cubic yards of water from. Almatti and Narayanpura dams to mitigate flooding upstream more details from a correspondent There are over 12000 people sheltered in 161 relief camps in Belgavi and over 2067 relief camps in Uttar Kannada district railways have started jan sadharan special train service between Ashwanpura and Bengaluru to Meerut in Maharashtra for the benefit of flood affected people stranded due to disruption in road traffic a few stretches of national highway 66 275 and state highway 91 are damaged due to landslide and falling of trees public transport is suspended on this stretch the schools and colleges affected due to rain are declared holiday till mid of this month by the authorities sudhindra air news bengaluru 
As heavy rain continues in Kerala, widespread damage has been reported from across the state. Our correspondent has filed this report. In various rain-related incidents, two deaths are being reported today from Attapadi in Palakkad and Panamaram in Vainad. Landslides and flooding are being reported from northern districts. As road communication has been disrupted, many areas in hilly regions are isolated and people are being moved to safer places. Around 1,400 people are there in various relief camps across the state. Most rivers are flooding and shutters of major dams are being opened. Ten teams of National Disaster Forces are about to reach the state. Chief Minister Pinarayi Vijayan said that all necessary arrangements are being done and requested people to cooperate to the safety guidelines from the authorities. This is Mayusha for AR News from Tiruvannapuram. In Bihar, standing crops spread over 250,000 hectares in 13 districts have been destroyed due to floods. Agriculture Minister Prem Kumar told AIR that according to preliminary reports, crops worth 353 crore rupees perished because of floods. A compensation of 30,000 rupees per hectare compensation will be given to farmers in the flood-ravaged areas. A special Postage stamp of the first day cover will be released to commemorate the Golden Jubilee edition of the International Film Festival of India, IFFI. The festival will take place from the 20th to the 28th November in Goa. A competition for designing the postage stamp and first day cover has been launched by the Ministry of Information and Broadcasting on MyGov platform. Those interested may log in on to www.mygov.in to participate in the competition. The contest is open till 15th August. In cricket, in the first one international of the three-match series between India and West Indies will be played at Guyana today. The match will start at 7pm Indian time. All India Radio will broadcast running commentary on the match from 6.30pm onwards. It will be available on AIR's Rajasthani channel, FM Rainbow Network and other frequencies. Domestic stock markets today gained around half a percent amid positive global stocks. The Sensex and the Bombay Stock Exchange climbed 171 points to trade at 36,861. The Nifty and the National Stock Exchange also rose 35 points to trade at 10,905. However, the rupee weakened marginally by 1 paise to around 70 rupees and 90 paise against the US dollar in afternoon deals. And now, before we end the bulletin, the headlines once again. India asks Pakistan to review its unilateral decision to downgrade diplomatic relations. New Delhi says recent developments related to Article 370 are entirely India's internal affair. Supreme Court refuses to accord hearing to a plea challenging presidential order on Article 370 revoking Jammu and Kashmir's special status. Situation by and large peaceful in Jammu and Kashmir. Nation remembers freedom fighters on the 77th anniversary of Quit India movement. Flood situation grim in many parts of the country and in cricket, first ODI between India and West Indies begins at 7pm in Guyana today. And for details of these stories and more, log on to our website www.newsonair.com and with that we end the midday news. <laughs> 